Welcome back to the Get In the Ring podcast with John and Ryan. Man, it's great to be back. The new year's full effect, kicking, full swing. New year, new me, new us, yeah, new yeah. everything. It's time to get right. Time to get right. Man, today, so we're going to talk about control has consequences. Yeah. And this is a story from Genesis. A book that covers a lot in the Bible. Yeah. <laughs> a lot, generally speaking. And this is a story about a lot. And um, Sodom, Gomorrah, and the travesties that took place. Yeah. So, man, um, tell us what we're looking at today. So, when you think about, uh, I laugh about the Genesis when you said that, because it's got to be like the number one book halfway read around the world. Where everybody's like, I'm going to start reading my Bible. Yeah, they read that, and then they skip the New Testament real yeah. quick. Or they yeah. just, they, you know, it's like any other New Year's resolution, right? You yeah. start something, you finish it. So I just wonder if there was, if it'd be so awesome to see if there was some kind of statistic, how many people started reading Genesis. Like, oh, okay, created this on this day and that. And and then they started rolling through <laughs> it. And, the next, you know, they probably, most people probably didn't get through Genesis where they just yeah. quit reading altogether, right? Like Genesis' most read book has a duration of two minutes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But when you think about, uh, so we think about this here, we're going to talk about Lot, but to, to kind of set this up, I think about living in sin and having sin in your life. Right. And I consider myself a, an incredibly good salesperson because I've got 20-something years of it. And I also consider myself an incredibly good manipulator. And well, I... Goes hand-in-hand. Hand. Yeah, yeah. And I like to think that I can outthink someone else if I'm if I want to. Mm-hmm. I've even went as far as reading books on um, from FBI profilers like multiple times. I don't share that. You just did. I just did. Across the World Wide Web. But I do it because it tells you so much about how you are uh, what what nonverbals you're giving. Yeah. But also tells you what nonverbals you can pick up on. So it can tell you if you are someone is engaged, they're annoyed, they're um, intimidated, they're whatever, they're lying. Yeah. Um, you can tell so many things. So there's so many different things there um, that I can do, which helps me communicate, but also helps me understand like who I'm talking to, and it you know I'm not. It gives me an advantage, I guess, right? Yeah. Somewhat. So when you look at things in our life, I started thinking about how many things have I manipulated, how many things have I um, controlled, or how many things have I hidden, right? Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, I don't know how to do any magic. You know, do you know how to do any magic? No. None? No. Never tried. Mm. I mean, other than I like you pull a quarter from behind a kid's ear or something. Yeah. Was it in your hand already? Yeah. <laughs> it was in his ear. What do you mean? Yeah, that's right. But you, but you know, a lot of magicians, I think, I think the key to that is to have you, your uh, attention on one thing while the other thing's happening. Yeah. It's all delusion. Yes. Yes. Or illusion. Yeah. Or both. So there's things that they have. And I think that's why a lot of that stuff too is real colorful mm-hmm. because our eyes are attracted to that. Mm-hmm. What we don't see what's really happening. Yeah. Right. Yeah. 
So again, I don't, I can't do magic. Wouldn't we even could talk a whole episode on that. I <laughs> wouldn't even know. Yeah. Where to okay, but and I thought about it with life, right? So how many times, how many times have uh, have I been in um, in a situation that maybe I wasn't the proudest of, or I just maybe I didn't know that I wasn't proud of it. I just didn't want to it to be exposed, or I didn't want to face it, you know, or I didn't want somebody else to have that knowledge, mm-hmm. right? Uh, the drinking was a big thing, right? So I would manipulate that. I've, I, think I, th- I think I've talked about this before, but, you know, when I got in so much trouble because um, the alcohol I was drinking, um, I was drinking way too much. So I, I negotiated it down to like a six-pack. Well, there's a certain beer you can buy that's like 9.5%. So if there was a six-pack, you're still getting a 12. Yeah. I know. Well, and then you're drinking it faster too because it's six. You're right. So, anyways, I, I I went to that, and I remember we were at a friend's house, and L- Lindsay couldn't understand. Like, I don't know why he's like this because he's hardly drinking. He's only had three. Yeah. Well, and I remember that night I had him in a mixed cooler with some other people's, and a good friend of mine pulled out and goes, "Who in the world bought this?" He was like, "This is like drinking liquor out of a bottle." And boy, I, I was like, "Oh, you dirtbag," you know. But I manipulated it. Yeah, you did that. Yeah. And then when I got to where I wasn't supposed to be drinking, but then I was allowed to drink wine. <clears throat> All right, you can have a glass of wine. I was like, "Well, I drink a whole bottle. This is like really bad grape juice, right?" So, the what I did there is I said, "Wait a minute, wine's really potent on your palate." Yeah. So I'd drink the wine, so it would it would hide the liquor that I would go sneak and drink. Right. So now I'm white, I'm white girl wasted on a glass of wine when I really drink a pint in the thing. You see, but I was manipulating, manipulating, manip, you know, and then I would get real defensive and I would hide. I would hide all these many things, these yeah. games that right, yeah. because I did not want to expose the sin that um, I was fully aware of but I didn't want it to be something that I had to address, right? Mm-hmm. It's not just alcohol. It could be anything. It could be anything. When you think about this story here, and you bust in 19, chapter 19 of Genesis, it talks about Lot, and this was Abraham had just been visited by the Lord and two angels. And uh, the Lord was like, hey, Sodom and Gomorrah has got to go. That place is it, it's, it's unsavable. Like I'm, I'm, I'm gonna wipe it out, you know. And he's like, "Well, what if there's 50 people? Will you not, will you not do it?" And he said, eh, "What if there's 20? What if there's 10?" And he went on down the list. So well, I tell you what, I'll send two angels. These two guys, I'll send them over, and we'll, we'll see if there's 10 people, right? Mm-hmm. So the Lord stayed there, and then the two angels went. Well, and that leads into here. So it's this is why it says two angels came. So it. Lot sitting there, which you know from a distance, I'm sure they can see. Um, so it was invisible. Diff- Abraham could see Sodom from where he was at, from from a distance. Okay, so it would make sense to me that somebody there in Sodom saw two men walking from Abraham's from that area, from that direction. So they knew they mm-hmm. came from there, right? So it makes sense to me that they said, "Hey, Lot, two visitors are coming. We don't know who they are. They don't look familiar. You need to get up here." Right, and I think that kind of sets it up. Sodom's. It says uh, in nineteen and in, in verse one to three, it says that Lot was sitting at Sodom's gateway, so he's sitting at the door waiting for these guys. 
And then when Lot saw them, he got up to meet them. He bowed with his face to the ground and said, my lords, real key right there, my lords. He said, turn, turn aside to your servant's house, wash your feet and spend the night. Then you can go up and you can go on your way. And he immediately said, hey, hey, welcome. Come on in. Hey, tell you what, won't you come on with me? And I'll wash your feet. I'll, I'll feed you. You can stay in our house. It's so cozy. And uh, uh, come on, come on, follow me, follow me, follow me. And they were like, uh, no, we'd rather stay the night in the square, which is the center of the Sodom. Mm-hmm. And he's like, oh, but then he says, but he urged them so strongly they followed him and went into his house. He did not want, he did not want those guys because they just came from Abraham's. He's a descendant of Abraham, mm-hmm. right? You know, it's like your parents have sent somebody in to check your house and check your, you know, how how you've been living, you know, on your own, right? Yeah, what you got going on over there? Yeah, and he knew it. that's why Sodom. That's why Lot called him at the door, and he references him as my lords, right? So I, I think there's quite a few things there. He acknowledged that of their um, who they are, like mm-hmm. angels, right? But I think there's a there's a sales pitch there. Oh yeah, because he's like my lords, mm-hmm. right? He's he's trying to. He's trying to uh, distract them, mm-hmm. right? He's like, oh, my Lord, you're so awesome. You're so, you know, blah, 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 blah. Hey, come to my house. Like he, reality, what is he trying to do? He's trying to keep them away from going in the city. Right. Right. He's trying to hide his sin, right? So he's like, come with me. In the same way in our life, we're, you know, thinking we can prevent God from finding stuff out in our lives when he already knows. Right. 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 Yeah, he's, he's watching. Right, but he acknowledged them. I mean, you roll into the next part there. It says, "It's it really to me tells me his indication of his relationship with Sim, like how bad Lot was, because once the angels get into his home, okay, mind you, his wife and daughters are in there too. The place gets surrounded by all these men and and people from the city trying to break the doors down to get those two men. The 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 two, uh, they called them aliens because they were they stood out that much from the rest. Called them aliens in scripture, which I mean, his translations and blah blah. They stood out. It it shows that um, believers stand out. They stood mm-hmm. out, right? Yeah. Okay, they were foreign to them. Correct. So that also indicates to me. Think about it. He referenced them as my lords. They didn't reference that. So you think about back when Noah and the flood came, and it was a, the indication that there is not there. There's nobody. There's no believers. They're so far gone that they don't even. They can't even acknowledge mm-hmm. the angels. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They have no clue. They're alien. Who are these people? They look so weird. Da, da, da. But but Lot knew. Lot knew because he 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 was a man. You know, at the end of the day, he was raised a certain way. I mean, he knew. Um, the difference between the two. These guys, these people didn't. Mm-hmm. So they're banging the doors down in this, you know, he's supposed to be washing their feet and setting them up, you know. And they're banging their doors down to have sex with them. Well, I mean, I, you know, I'm sure the angels were like, yeah. They didn't have to go far to find it. No. They knew right then what was going on. Probably happy they didn't sleep in the square. I mean, seeing the corruption that was very, these guys said, nah, we're going to bring it to you. We're bringing it to you. Yeah. But here's where the, this is a really a big indication of Lot and where he was at mentally and where he was at with his walk. 
and where he was at as a as a um, a servant because it says he told them, "Uh, uh-uh, uh, you're not getting in here." And he said, "Don't do this evil, my brothers." So he references all these men that have surrounded from the city, surrounded the door, banging the door down, wanting to have sex with these two angels. And he references them as brothers, my brothers. Ownership. That's a that's that's living two lives. Hundred percent. That's serving two gods. So he references one as my lords, another one as my brothers. Lot doesn't. Lot's so far gone, but for the favor of Abraham and the favor of promise, was why he's getting this opportunity to be saved. Yeah. Period. Because ideally, the the angels could have just, I'm sure, just lifted out of there, just got out of there. Period. Right. They weren't going to get harmed. That's for sure. Yeah. But instead, they hung around, and they actually told him. Hey, why don't you go get your son-in-laws and go get all these people and bring them and we'll take them too, along with your wife and your daughters. Okay. And Lot went and talked to him and they all laughed at him, told him he was stupid. So they're gone. Like they're unsavable, right? That's how far they were. That's how far they were. But think <laughs> about who's the key person, Lot. Lot is the guy that's supposed to be the husband, father, leader, right? That's right. So why would they think that he's crazy? And why would they think all these mean things? It's because they've never heard him speak like this before. Never heard him speak like this before. Which is which is another thing. Which is a testimony yeah. of him. Yeah, that other right speaking out of both sides of your mouth kind of thing. Yeah. So you have a transformation in your life. Yeah. And you go talk to all these lost people within your family. They're gonna think the same thing. Because mm-hmm. they've not been introduced. You've been introduced to it. They've not been introduced to it. Right or what about if you are? Let me. Here's another one. This is like so common. Mm-hmm. What if you are saved? What if I am a saved body of Christ? Okay, and around you and around the Fight Club, you see that. Mm-hmm. But my family and my outside world sees the other. Right. You know, we run into each other grocery store, but hey, man, you know, praise God, and they're like, what, "What's he talking about?" How many times do we go to church and say, "My Lord, My Lord"? Right. How many times did we go to the bar and go? to a strip club or go to something just for Rotary and say, yeah. hey, what's up, my brother? You ain't kidding. Go to the golf course yeah. and get drunk mm-hmm. on your golf day every week and right. be okay with that. And do because a selfie drinking with your friends and say, look at me and my brothers hanging out. Man. Yeah. yeah. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> I mean, ah, yeah, you're right. what's the difference? Yeah. Okay. And well, here's, here's fix come the difference. And he says, come on, come on, come on. And he's attached to sin, and this is another key part. In 1916, it says, but he hesitated. So all this is happening, and he still hesitates. Hey, all this is going to go down, and he hesitates. It's a mind-blowing. Like, dudes, why are, you, why are you hesitating? It's like this guy doesn't know the Scripture. I mean, like, you know, he, he knows right from wrong. He does, but he's lived in sin so much. The sin has overcame his salvation. The sin has overcame his, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, no, I, yeah, it's just normality. Yeah. You walk like a duck. Yeah. You talk like yeah. a duck. Yeah, I mean, it's became who he is. Yeah. But he yeah. still knows, you know. And it also said you cannot live a life full of sin and not expect to mirror it. Yeah. You know, it, that's what, and I have to be so careful because I, I can offend people so super fast, right? Yeah. Yeah, well, thanks, man. I mean, you offend me twice a day. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I'm the same way. I said, yeah, because I get that too. <laughs> Did you talk about my mama? Don't you talk about my mom? I didn't. I never would. 
Hey, but you know what I'm saying? Like yeah. it because I, I I get torn because I'm not trying to be righteous. I mean, I'm not saying I'm righteous under that whatsoever. Okay, but I do have a problem with how men, especially. I'm not talking about the women. That I'm not talking about kids. I'm not talking about teenagers. All this crap. I'm talking about men. I get, I have to really watch myself when I have associates, people, friends, brothers, whatever you want to call it, that I know lives a double life. And it really, it irritates me to, to all standards. Because in my view, if I was lost and you were that guy, I would want no part of that other part. Mm-hmm. Because you're telling me if, I, if I'm a believer, then I got to clean all my stuff up. I don't like that part of Ryan. I like this part of Ryan. I don't have to watch what I say. I don't have to not drink, you see. And I'm saying that more common than not, people in church, okay, because we can all point our finger at the lost. Mm-hmm. Forget that. I'm talking about people in the church. Absolutely will not take accountability for their own actions. You go get drunk on New Year's downtown or with your buddies, or you probably with your buddies because you don't want too many people to know you're doing it, you know. Right. Oh, so you just you got a couple couples that are your safe couples. Yeah. You know that aren't yeah. going to say anything, but you can go and you know have drink and smoke dope and whatever those all so many things are so common now. It's, I don't even know where to start. Right. Mm-hmm. Okay. But here's the problem: you are also the roadblock for their salvation. Yep. You are the expressway to hell for them. That's that you're like, well, that's harsh. Okay. I mean, I know it is, but the Bible was harsh when you read about it, too. But you know what goes through your heads? You're like, man, if I show them this side, they won't be friends no more. Yeah. I mean, think about it. it you have to give up lifestyle or, or friend groups. So or if certain. I tell you I'm saved Christian, you're not yeah. going to be my friend no more. Yeah. And then you, but I mean, it's truth. I mean, like, my wife and I don't drink. I have drink before. She has drink before, but like now we like don't even not even sip a wine or nothing, mm-hmm. and we don't condone people for drinking, yeah. right? Oh yeah, we I don't I don't bash them. Yeah, I mean that's between them and God, you know. And um, but you wouldn't believe how many times with our old friend groups we just happen mm-hmm. to go eat dinner with them. Oh, y'all don't drink. Yeah, and we get bashed. Yeah, you know what I mean, or something, some sly remark. Yeah. But I mean, it's in, in this situation. It'd be, oh, let me go ahead and do it, mm-hmm. you know, because I want you to see that side of me. Mm-hmm. And I mean, that is tough. I mean, I have to say that, you know, I'm, I mean, I'm 44. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's been up to recently that I've been able to have that obedience and that discipline, mm-hmm. not just in that situation, but others. And I know exactly what he's going through right there because yeah. it's like, you know, these are the people that know me this way, but here's this way. But and that's why I kept saying like, but he knows, like, he knows the word, he knows the truth, and, and again, we do too. Um. He's associated with it. He's so engulfed in it, man. Yeah, uh, he's baptized by it almost. I, I mean, you know what I mean. <clears throat> he can't, and it's not winning because yeah. once you, you can be a believer and get and get off track. Yeah, hundred percent. And when I say you know people are pathways, what I mean by that is, is that they will never, ever, ever uh, have a relationship with God if you're the example. Because why would I? Why would, why, why would I do that? Because you're no different than me. Yeah, You're no different than me. Think about that. You're, no, you're not an alien. 
right? I would walk into Sodom, and they'd be like, "Hey, what's up, man? Hey, who who's who's he can take? They would think I'm from there because mm-hmm. I wouldn't stand out. Right. The angels appeared, which I believe is a testimony to us. They knew exactly these guys don't fit in. So what are they? What what was their agenda? We're going to defile them, and we're going to we're going to ruin them. Make them, make them like them. That's right. Yeah. That's right. So he does that, and he says he hesitated. And then when he rose into this, the hesitation prevents his faith. And he says, uh, when you move into, like, verse 18 and 19, they told him, they said, hey, um, you need to run to the mountains. You need to run to the hills, you know, whatever. He took his daughters, and he took his um, uh, wife, and he took off. And they went. And it says, your servant has indeed found favor with you, and you have shown me a great kindness by saving life. But, still negotiating, I can't run to the mountains. The disaster will overtake me, and I will die. So it's like he's getting told still to go. And he's like, yeah, but I, I, I don't, the mountains, I need to go to this other city, is what he said. I need to go to this smaller city called Zoar or something like that, right? I can't help to think. Think about this. Mm-hmm. What's in the mountains? Truth, mm-hmm. right? What's in a city? People. Hmm. Would you want to go to the city because you're so attached to people? Yep. Or you want to go to the city because you're afraid to be isolated because of your uh, thirst for sin? Are you scared of being isolated because you're going to have to detox mm-hmm. from the drugs and the orgies and the 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 demonic things that you've been doing? I mean, that's kind of what I thought by something. I got a small stash over here. Let me go over here and hang out. Yeah, so let me go to the city. I bet yeah. in this, even if it's a small city, it's... I got it, a little something over there. Kind of makes me think you knew something about it. Yeah, for sure. That it, you know, is an extension of uh, <coughs> Sodom or something. I don't know. I don't know. It just, that kind of is like, hey... Yeah, no. that does stick out. Yeah. And then when he goes into this, here here is the manipulation has consequences, right? So everything's, oh, I've... Whatever. When they were running, they said, absolutely, the angel said, do not look back. Do not look back. And everybody remembers this part because Lot's wife, she looked back. Mm-hmm. She looked back. If you will read throughout this chapter, up until this point, you will realize that Lot was extremely narcissistic. And even in that scripture we just went over, he said he didn't want to go to the mountains because the disaster will overtake. He didn't know how big the fire and the soul, all that was going to be. But he says, I will die. Uh, he's got a wife and two girls with him. He didn't mention them. Mm-hmm. I will die. And it was if you read back through this, it's all me, 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 me. Yeah, My brothers, sure. all this stuff. It's all about him. And it says that his wife looked back and she became a pillar of salt in 16. It's And then Lot just kept trucking. Like It didn't say he mourned and he was upset. Like He kept trucking. He just kept trucking. And it said Lot departed to the city, like we talked about Zoar, and lived in the mountains along with two daughters because he was afraid to leave, to live in Zoar. He moved. He transitioned. Instead, his he and his two daughters lived in a cave. So now his wife's a pillar of salt, mm-hmm. and now he's him and his two. By the way, virgin daughters. I, I, I missed this part. I, I should have said this, and maybe I no, I didn't say it. Uh, when they were trying to get. Um, the angels yeah lot said hey you can't get them but i've got two daughters they're virgins i'll give you them and you can do whatever you want to with them 
That's what he said. And they said, no, we want them. We want those guys. Literally said that. No, we don't want them. We want we, we don't want your daughters. Cool. So his two daughters are sitting in here, virgins, which I don't know how they made it that long being virgins. They must have been really young. All right. Yeah, in that town. And he he's negotiating and said, Hey, by the way, I'm gonna give you my two daughters. They're virgins. You can do whatever you can have them. He said, You can have them. Do whatever you want to with them. Just leave us alone. And they said, No, we want we want the two foreign people. We want the two ain't we want them. We want them. That's much better for us. All right. So Lot was willing to give up his kids because of his sin. Lot lost his wife because of his sin. Sin of leadership. Right? Mm-hmm. And then it said that so they went to live in a cave because now Lot's on the run, or he thinks he is anyways, right? Because he's not doing what he was asked to do by the angels. So he's still like, you know, he went to this small city. He didn't like that, so then he ran from there. He wasn't told to run from there. He's he, what he did. Yeah. So now he's in a cave with two of his daughters that he just tried to give up like the day before, right? They just saw their mother die because she was attached to it. She 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 looked back at the what she was leaving behind, you know? So here, here's the here's repercussions of her sin. So, you know, and stupid lot of here still thinks he's in control. Mm-hmm. I have been in multiple situations in my life where the wheels were flying off the rails, and I still was like Lot. I was still like, hey, well, what about this? What about if I go over here? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, I'll, I will do whatever. I don't care, Yeah. right, because I'm so blind. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? His daughters are virgins. And it said in the scripture at the end of 19, we have nobody to have sex with. Because keep in mind, that's what they were raised. That's the mindset they were used. It literally says, we have nobody to have sex with. So you know what? Let's get dad drunk. Let's have sex with him. Yeah. The firstborn got him drunk, had sex with him, got pregnant. Next day, second was like, yeah, let's get him drunk again. I will. Second night, she got him drunk sex with him both are pregnant now they're in a cave pregnant by the father that they got drunk but learned behavior right mm-hmm. and then that created uh like the ammonites and the moabites which were always into it with like israelites and everything like so it those those the 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 generation spins off of that situation into two different groups that were constantly into it with Israel and everything else in the past. You see, it's if you really step back and think about this story, how we've walked through this, it is a um, picture of how much sin can affect every aspect of our life, our mind, our thoughts, our beliefs, control, all these many things. And how sin can push us so far away from God that not only does it separate us from God, it separates our family. Mm-hmm. And it spins it into a generational um, curse, really, uh, at that point. And it all started back from Lot when he went to Sodom. When he, he went there, it was because they had flourished so much previously. They had to split up areas, you know, like, hey, you need to go start a thing here and 
So that's, you know, they lot and them, they went over there and started this, right? Because they had mm-hmm. so much, it was flourishing, all these animals and all this food and crops. Like, okay, well, let's multiply, right? That was the original breakaway. Yeah. But then sin got in there, and then sin was the only thing that was recognizable. Because when something of God entered the city, nobody recognized it. And God was the reason why the city was, well, established. Right. Was of his blessings and the flourishing of, of that community and of those generations. And then, and, and then from that sin, it's the same way in our life. You look at our marriage, marriage falls apart. Okay. Yeah, she, she, pillar of salt. It, mm-hmm. You know, but I wasn't worried about my wife. You see, I was worried about my own desires. In my control. Then my kids. See, I was worried about everything else. I was worried about my, quote, brothers in sin. I wasn't at home. I wasn't, I was playing golf and sitting at my buddies at night drinking and I was doing all these many things. I wasn't being a father. So they were being raised by somebody else. Well, somebody else's sin. So if you're there, you're not raising your kids. Yeah, cool. It's cool. Great job. Well, I, they got new cars and I, they got, Christmas and you know yeah. they got a nice house and all this I'm like cool but uh, you're not raising your child bud yeah so your social medias are raising your child your terrible kids and influences are raising your kids your older adults your every influence you don't want is raising your kid because yep. you don't know product why. of their environment yeah They're like well I raised them right I'm like that's your opinion yeah lot probably thought he raised his kids right. Right, but then they they, because they were raised in such a sinful environment, they said we have nobody to have sex with. Who's I mean that don't even make, it's just not even fathomable. You see, yeah. but don't think for a minute that there is not teenagers out there right now that know their friends are having sex and it's very common, very very common. Mm-hmm. And they're like, we need we need to. Uh, there's somebody's daughter out there. I've got daughters. My daughters are saying, hey, I need to have sex with somebody. Don't care who really. Yeah. But I'm left out, and that's not culturally normal. Right. Right? And that's a lot with us as parents. That's because we've culturally had them in that environment. We've been so naive to it because it's all me, 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 control, control, control. It's became normalized. Yeah. Yeah. So winding down on this, it's really just thinking about the control um, definitely has consequences. And as men, you, you got to get a handle on it. you gotta You got to be okay to not try to control everything and, and, and manipulate it and play all these stupid games, you know, and you, you got to look, you got to look at it from God's view and are we fulfilling what he has because it affects gener- gen- multiple generations to come. Uh, yeah. I mean, just, just looking at, it, you know, your environment sets your potential. I always say that yeah. all the time and they become product of their environment. Yeah. The place have come so sinful that sex became the normality of everything to the fact that now you have daughters sleeping with their their own father. Yeah. Right? And um, the whole city was willing to die over it, right? And, I mean, it just goes to show, like like you said, control and power. And, 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 you know, one thing that popped in my head during the story is is social media, you know, Mm -hmm. how much control it has over people or alcohol, like you had said, or, you know, sex, obviously, pornography. Um, the list goes on and on and on, man. And 
you know, the one thing with my walk with God, and I'm sure yours and everybody else's is, the more and more you get closer to God, you, you dive into that word, you build that foundation, and you just stay wet with the word. You, you know what I mean yeah. by that? Like you just yeah. clothe yourself with it, right? Mm-hmm. It exposes everything you've ever done, yeah. everything you're doing, yeah. and everything you think about doing, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's, all, it's you now have boundaries, man. And by the grace of God, it's what keeps us on track. You know, and and these people were so far gone that they were trying to normalize the sin and then bring those who weren't sinful into their world. Yeah. Man, it's just crazy. But, I mean, you think about it. I mean, even in today's day, Mm -hmm. it's the same way. Mm -hmm. Just different situation, different storyline. But it's the same thing, man. Yeah. Well, yeah. And stuff like this, people just are so numb to it. And people just like porn, right? Mm-hmm. If you're addicted to porn, you're not going to have sex with your wife. I'm just telling you. Because she's not going to do all this freaky, crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. I mean, I don't think. No, right? And it's not, it doesn't matter because you'll keep raising the bar. Right. Because you'll see some theatrical stuff on um, on, on a website or, you know what I'm saying? So that, that, and your wife doesn't even know that you're thinking all these things, right? Mm-hmm. So no matter what she does, if she has sex with you six days a week, Mm-hmm. Um, it's still not going to be. She thinks like this guy should be thrilled. He could be like, oh, he's just falling short. Like, you know what I'm saying? So yeah. that that could ruin that will ruin marriage there too, right? The other side is is um, you. I don't care what a person says if you're like addicted something like that too. You're you're if you have daughters and kids, you're going to neglect them because you will feel such a dramatic amount of shame. And and uh, hurt mm-hmm. because you're hiding this and you know it's wrong, mm-hmm. and then you start parenting. You literally will parent them with anger, or you will parent them with such shame and and um, guilt. Yeah. But nobody knows you're carrying it, so you will neglect them because you you don't want to look at them, mm-hmm. right? You don't want to face them. So then it neglect. I mean, it, and it's people, the same thing with anything. Yeah. Yeah. And there's, there's so many different things there. So. But this is something that we live with now. The world we got now, that, horrible. Yeah, and it was bad back then. This, this is. I mean, this is a, a perfect example, right? Yeah, I mean, and here it is again. You know, and it keeps getting worse and worse. You know, and people. You know, they, I think we've talked about it before. And you know, people are like, "Man, like elections coming up, and you know, the wars, and and this, that, and the other. And man, it's just getting bad." And I'm like, "Have you read the book?" Mm-hmm. It's not going to get better. I mean, mm-hmm. for some of us, it's going to, right? The yeah. world is not going to get better yeah. anytime soon. Yeah. You know, so who are we? Change? Just like Jesus said, it is written. Right? Yeah. He didn't save himself from dying on the cross yeah. for us, right? He could. He had all the power in the world, yeah. but that, that's what was written. That's what had to happen. But this has to happen to us. You know what I mean? Yeah, as people, we can do better. As our household, as, as being Christians, we can do better to build up the army. That's yeah. true. That's not what I'm saying. But as far as the world, which is what everybody's gauging it by, mm-hmm. it's not getting better. Mm-mm. It's not going to. We're getting worse. Read the last chapter of the book. You'll find out how it is. Yeah, but Christians are getting worse. Yeah. Because it's harder and harder to tell who's Christians. It's that manipulation. It, it's just, I mean, I, I'm around a lot, and it's just harder and harder to tell. Yeah, it's, yeah. And because it's just harder and harder to tell. I mean, it just is. And people claim Christian. Oh, I'm a Christian. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Well, people water down the word. Yeah, and, and you know when it talks in the Bible about being lukewarm, there's a lot of lukewarmness. Yeah. You know, and I used to be. 
mm-hmm. you know, and I'm not perfect. You're not perfect. Everybody in Fight Club, everybody listening is not perfect. I don't know anybody that is perfect. Right. Okay. I'm not, that's not what I'm saying. What I'm saying is purposely living a life that you know you're not supposed to be living mm-hmm. while claiming you're living a different life and getting better yeah. doesn't happen. That yeah. doesn't coexist. Yeah. Like, like, is there a transformation from being bad into good? Yeah, but you don't look back. You got yeah. to release it and go forward. Yeah. You can't live a double life. You can't live double standards. You can't speak out both sides of your mouth. And that's the call of Fight Club. <clears throat> yeah. Is, you know, that's my heart, my desire, desire for uh, the Fight Club. And that is is to be a man that has the heart, that has the determination, right? Mm-hmm. That is going to fight and that is going to have a spine and it's going to stand firm in the word and is not going to be manipulated. Ownership of any failures in the past, that's fine. You're right. But moving yeah. forward, like, bro, no, no. It's not saying you're not going to do something, but you're going to be, you're going to recommend yourself for it. You know what I mean? You're going to, you're going to. There is sin and there's willing yeah. sin, right? So, there's sin you know you're doing. Correct. And I think that's the worst because you're saying, I mean, you're fully acknowledging it and you're still doing it, right? Like, that's I, defying I'm gonna, God. I'm going to do it one more time. I'll eventually I'll quit. It's defying How God. How many times did you say that? But sinning and asking for forgiveness and that heavy conviction of the Holy Spirit yeah. weighs down you, yeah. like that's what you need. And then every day you're like, God, where have I sinned? Search me, O Lord, as Psalm says in some of the other scripture. Mm-hmm. Like, let me know it. Let me remove it. Because you know you're going to, you, there's always going to be something, right? But you don't want so much to accumulate mm-hmm. that you're now unrecognizable. It will happen. Yeah. It will happen. Yeah. And and, and, and that's one thing that's good about the Fight Club is, is the fact that it's the ordinary man mm-hmm. that believes in God that wants to live the right path, that is living the right path, surrounded by another, you know, other men other brothers that are his accountability partners yeah right that's what we do we you know we don't claim to be perfect you know our goal is to be perfect as much as possible we all fall short sometimes but it's to get better to get better as individuals to hold each other accountable get better as a group get better as mentors and go out and create more men that follow that path yeah we we can't say it enough we you know we fix the man fix his home yeah get him get the home that's right so that's that's the goal um again you got you got anything else i'm good man yes yeah, so if you guys if, if you guys are interested in uh, more topics on the show please reach out and uh, make suggestions via the email on the website you can message the show directly from um whatever streaming app you're listening on also uh be sure to like follow subscribe when you subscribe and rate the show it helps us um show up in other search engines for people so that they can find the fight club and get in the ring podcast um if you're local and you can come to the fight club swing by if you just need somebody to talk to um ryan certified life coach i'm a certified life coach as well um we love helping people um somebody somewhere helped us and we get pay it forward uh we're here to talk to uh, on any any matter that you have that you're struggling with and uh, help hold you accountable and uh, help you get through it. Yep. So reach out to us. Um, we appreciate each and every one of you guys. And until next time, God bless. Mm-hmm.